Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Welcome back. This is Nikit Kanesgi from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tesla Online. We're in season 8 talking about international business, and we're talking about WTO. In my earlier podcast, I talked about the evolution of CAC WTO. In this podcast, we go into the depth of WTO. We understand the principles of WTO operation. WTO is all about negotiation. It's all about negotiation since its birth. It's a multilateral trading system. It deals with rules of trade at global or near global level. There are negotiations, there are dispute resolutions between governments and bulk of nations. It's an organization for bilateralization of trade, free flow of trade with no undesirable side effects. It's about trade rules, it's not about solving world problems at all. The first step as per WTO is to talk. It's all about talking to each other, liberalize trade, protect consumers, prevent the spread of disease. That's what WTO is all about. It's a set of negotiated rules which become the legal ground rules for commerce. Contracts of governments to keep trade policies within the agreed limits. Conflict of interest owing to interpretations can arise and they're called either harmoniously to a neutral procedure or based on legal foundation of the WTO dispute resolution process. Non-members can also be party to agreements. Multilateral agreements also allow regional decisions. Agreements are lengthy, complex legal texts. They cover agriculture, textile, clothing, banking, telecom, government purchases, industrial standards, product safety, food sanitation, IT, the works. Fundamentals, the rules have to be transparent and predictable. This is fundamental. So when countries are trading between each other, the rules are known, they're transparent, they're predictable also. There are three agreements that cover the aspects of trade. The first is the GATT, General Agreement on Tariffs and Trade. It still exists, it was not junked. The second is GATS, which is the General Agreement on Trades and Services, which is what was incorporated in WTO. And the TRIPS, the trade-related aspects of intellectual property rights, which is again the part of WTO. The GATS moved into WTO, however, the principles of GATS still remain. There are bounded rates, which are maximum tariffs that are agreed. You cannot break the ceiling. No developing countries can be given that exception. And therefore, it becomes transparent and predictable. It's the case for open trade, free trade, absolute economic growth. And economics say we benefit when we trade. And that was the whole idea of WTO. Some people like WTO, some people don't like WTO. So, but that's fine. It's an institution. It's a world institution that has come into play. And it is there for the trading system to operate. So obviously, if it's going to operate on the aspect of trade, there have to be some fundamental principles, the principles of trading that must exist, which must become the foundation of the multilateral trading system. Let's discuss the principles of trading system. The first one is trade without discrimination. The second one is freer trade. The third one is predictability through binding and transparency. The fourth one is promoting fair competition. And the fifth one is encouraging development and economic reform. 
These are the fundamental principles on which WTO is based. Let's visit each of the principles in detail. Trade without discrimination has a section on MFN or the most favored nation. It says treating other people equally, no discrimination. If a favor is granted to one, it is granted to all. So all countries in WTO are under most preferred nations. It is the first article of GATS and presently in GATS and TRIPS also. But there are certain exceptions when it comes to protection of country rights, sovereignty. That can be always protected. Free trade agreements, special access to markets, they are a part of the NFL. Barriers on unfair trade practices, these are also part of the NFL. So therefore, any member negotiating with any other member in WTO, when the negotiations get over, the negotiations are now extended to all the member nations. Therefore, the aspect of most favored nations is applicable to everybody. National treatment, treating locals and foreigners equally. It applies to services, trademarks, copyrights, and patents. All agreements. It applies when a product or a service enters the market. The customs duty is not a violation of this because it's applicable to all. You are treating locals and foreigners equally. When we talk about the second aspect of the principle, the freer trade, it means gradually through negotiation, tariffs, import bans, quotas are progressively liberalized and it's permitted as a structural change and unnecessary and developing countries have been given certain amount of a longer time and leeway to deal with this. Predictability through binding and transparency is all about promises of not raising and lowering the tariffs are both important for stability and predictability and clarity of the future. This is what has to be adhered to. Whatever economic policies operate, they must operate within the negotiated agreements. Promoting fair competition. It is a system of rules to open fair conditions and undistorted competition and thus permit tariffs, dumping and subsidy under fair conditions. So therefore, if the protection to nation is to be taken care of, Therefore, if the market is becoming distorted, nations and governments can intervene. But the fundamental is that the priority for fair competition exists. It's a system of rules committed to open and fair conditions. Therefore, if a country starts dumping or if a company starts dumping goods, a nation can act. Encouraging development and economic reform is the next principle. There is a special assistance and trade concessions for developing countries because three quarters are developing countries and are countries in transition and therefore it becomes important that these principles encourage trade between countries. Application of principles is very simple. The first application is principle of competitive advantage. Countries prosper through their own advantage of assets and produce what they produce the best and trade products based on individual advantages. This is what Adam Smith talked about, something that I talked about in my previous podcast. Liberalization of trade policies allow unrestricted flow. They sharpen competition, they motivate innovation, they bring success, and they also multiply rewards, and therefore it becomes an important aspect. When technology and markets shift, so does the competitiveness shift. And finally, protectionism leads to bloated inefficiency. Inefficient producers, they supply obsolete products, overall reducing world economic activity and 
it can actually create problems in the world economy and this is prevented by WTO. Therefore, WTO operates on certain fundamental principles. Whether we like them or we don't like them. Whether we like globalization or we don't like globalization. The point is, this institution is there. Governments are constantly negotiating. And the whole idea is, the trade has to freely move. And when the trade moves, everybody prospers. Thank you very much. This is Nikkei Ferris View from Italy. What do you about In the next podcast, we will talk about the dispute resolution process. Thank you very much. I'll see you again.